0: If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day.
1: Just consider the possibility that the biggest obstacle between where you are now and where you want to get to is your opinion of how possible that is for you.
0: If you're a person who's looking to have more purpose in your life, if you're saying to yourself, I don't wanna just go to work, I wanna do my life's work, this is the show. This is the show, Don't Keep Your Day Job. How do you figure out how to take your passion and turn it into a profit? Thanks to Beta Brand for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are so comfortable. You can visit betabrand.com and use my code DREAMJOB to get 20% off of yours today. Thanks to Weebly for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Weebly is more than a beautiful website builder. It's an all-in-one platform for artists and entrepreneurs who want to sell their products, build their brand, and create successful online businesses. Go to weebly.com slash DREAMJOB to get 15% off your first purchase. Hey guys, this is Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. We have an awesome episode for you today. You are going to love Jessica Huey. I'm going to tell you who she is in a second, if you don't already know. Um, Before we get started, let me just say thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for giving me... This work, it's truly one of the most incredible things I've ever gotten to do. And it's only because of you guys, um, that the show has become what it is. And the guests really feel connected to the audience. And that's you. You guys are creating such an incredible ripple effect. There's like a movement of people who are really starting to understand that they matter and that there's something really brilliant that you have to bring to the world. And I see you guys supporting one another on my Instagram and on my Facebook page and the Facebook group. So if you guys want more of that support, come find me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller. I post every day and it's just amazing this community that's developing of like-minded um, creative entrepreneurs who are willing to uncomfortable and try things. And, you know, like Mike Lewis said last week, sometimes it's those 10,000 unsexy steps and we've just got to be willing to go and start and, and get out of that like, you know, waiting to start mode. And it's amazing what things will start to shift and what miracles will happen. And like Mike said last week, you know we have to let ourselves be lucky by going for it. And actually, when you go for things, it's amazing the blessing that comes. So I'm so impressed, so proud of you guys. If you like this episode, share it with your friends, post about it on Instagram. It means the world to me. Every single day, I'm so inspired hearing from so many of you on Instagram and my DMs and on Facebook. And I want to give a shout out to some of the amazing Souls who are having the courage and taking action, Uh, not overthinking, but going ahead and doing things. We have a listener win from Kara at burnt.honey on Instagram. She wrote, Listening over the last couple months helped me reach a whole new level of confidence. My wife and I just signed a lease on a shop so we can make my dream come true. We are opening an ice cream shop and I am beyond excited. Keep rocking what you do and inspiring so many people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to go follow this journey and you want to support them, you can find them on Instagram. It looks like she's in British Columbia. So if anyone is in that area, you might be able to enjoy her ice cream very soon. Okay, so let's get to it. But first, a quick ad break. This episode is brought to you by Beta Brand. Beta Brand's Dress Pant Yoga Pants are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. They're made with ponte fabric and dress pant detailing, faux zipper and pockets, belt loops, and front button. They have different styles like boot cut, straight leg, crop, leggings, and more. Color options include black, navy, gray, and khaki. Seasonal and limited edition colors release monthly. Plus, they have selections for all shapes and sizes. The pants that I got are called the Office Pajama. They are so comfortable. I got so many colors compliments on them and they've got like a really cool look to them but they're really really comfortable like it's sort of like your own little secret it's like you're wearing yoga clothes but you're out and you could be dressy you could be out at a cool dinner and you look like legit fancy but it's super super comfortable that's why i started wearing beta brands dress pant yoga pants visit betabrand.com and use my code DreamJob to get 20 percent off yours millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work that's betabrand.com B E T A B R A N D dot com and use my code DREAMJOB to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Today, you are in for such a treat. We have the lovely Jessica Huey on the show. She's someone who I find truly fascinating. It's so much fun to talk to her, to listen to her, to really see the way that she sees the world. She went from being a teenage mom to having a glamorous career in PR. She was working with huge celebrities like Samuel Jackson, Simon Cowell, Mariah Carey, and many more. She later started her own business, Colorblind Cards. Such a cool story. You'll hear all about that. And that had a huge impact in the world. She even got invited to meet with the UK Prime Minister her as a result she got an MBE award which is member of the order of the British Empire really big deal. She was awarded for her services to entrepreneurship. Oh, and this was all by the age of 34 years old. And then she also founded an award-winning PR agency. She was on the Evening Standards list of Britain's most inspiring entrepreneurs, Glamour Magazine's power list of the UK's most influential women. And if that wasn't enough, this year she officially added author to her resume. Her new book is called Purpose, Find Your Truth and Embrace Your Calling. And it's all about how she was feeling lost and not particularly happy. And she was able to go from From a place of sadness to designing a meaningful life and feeling this like limitless of her existence, it's chock full of tools and really valuable perspectives that are just so refreshing. We had such an eye-opening conversation, so I'm really thrilled to introduce you to the marvelous, the sage, the one and only Jessica Huey. Hi, Jessica. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Exciting. Such a pleasure. You're such a force. You've such good stuff you're sharing with the world. You've had an amazing journey, and you happen to also sound just delightful. Like I, I I'm such a sucker for your accent. It's, <laughs> uh, it's like the icing on the cake. Before we get into your book and your work and all of the incredible things that you've been sharing with the
1: world, tell us about your story. Sure. So I'm an entrepreneur and an author, a new author of purpose, and mm-hmm. um, well. Backtracking, um, goodness, just over twenty years now. My adult journey, if you like, started when I was seventeen. I became a mum, and it was a, a real fork in the road because at that point I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I really didn't have a sense of purpose, and the birth of my daughter changed everything. And I realised that I would need, if I didn't want mediocrity to be our reality, I needed to create a life for us. So Monet was born and I went back to college and went on to university and I pursued this career in media um, and, and very quickly started to, to be quite successful in public relations and worked with lots of very well-known celebrity clients and yeah, just, just became almost addicted to achieving. And I guess I was really driven by this desire to, to get other people's approval, but also my own. I'm sure, pretty sure I burnt out a couple of times, to be honest. And so, yeah, went on to work for a couple of high-profile publicists whose clients were people like Simon Cowell and Mariah Carey and was wow. flying all over the world and interviewing stars in incredible locations and just had a really dreamy, you know, certainly very successful in terms of the way that society views success and then in, in 2007, I became what I call an accidental entrepreneur because I was looking for a card for my daughter who was seven at that time. And at this point, my daughter was going through this stage where she didn't like her hair. And she has this beautiful Afro hair, which I used to style in two bunches. So her bunches would stick up kind of Minnie Mouse style. Yeah, and um, so cute. yeah, it was. And she's beautiful. And she came home and she was like, Mommy, I wish my hair would be straight. And so I went out looking for a, a greeting card, which would just have an image of a brown skinned princess. And I was just going to write, you're perfect as you are just to boost her self-esteem and just discovered that there was a complete absence of anything in the high street, which was um, representative of this, beautiful multicultural society that mm-hmm. I live in and and in that moment I felt really called you know often we have these ideas that are just that we leave them behind but in that moment I I really felt I needed to do something about it and that was the start of my entrepreneurial career wow um, so 10 cool years ago. and
0: so special that you were gonna create something to fill that void really important work yeah so then what
1: So, yeah, I juggled for a year uh, and the mission was to, you know, to make sure that my daughter and and all kids would see images which were representative of them because we know how important that is to see ourselves reflected. Right. So we know that we're enough and we don't have to aspire to an ideal which is so limited and narrow. And yeah, I achieved the sales targets and, and we were rolled out across the, we became the first independent multicultural card range to be stocked in major stores, you know, your kind of big stores, won lots of awards and was given an MBE at Buckingham Palace, um, by Prince Charles.
0: And... <laughs> oh, yeah, no biggie, no small thing.
1: <laughs> it was very cool. It took my parents, took my daughter, um, and sort of around the same time I started my own PR agency because I really wanted to be in control of the, the individuals that I represented. Um, and I wanted to bring in my own value system, which was, you know, integrity and, and authenticity into an industry which can often be very shallow and, yeah, yeah. And, and quite dishonest. I wanted to do things my way. And so that went on and I was still on this kind of endless hamster wheel of achieving and, you know, had great times. I I really did. But behind the scenes, I, I still had a very negative um, sort of narrative about my life and, and, and view of myself. I never quite felt like I got to this magical place, elusive place of enough, you know, you mm-hmm. know despite all of this external success, um, I wasn't happy. I often suffered from anxiety and mm-hmm. would wake up with this cloud over my head and was a perfectionist, a complete control freak. And then in 2016, my, my dad, who I was very close to, was diagnosed with um, terminal cancer. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, yeah, for the first time in, in 20 years of this constant doing and you know, striving to be more and achieve more and have more. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I was in this complete space of being in the moment and presence and it was life-changing and, and, and the book evolved from that.
0: Oh my gosh, Jessica. I'm so impressed that you can sit here and just speak the truth, like beyond the fact that it is obviously just so impressive that you accomplished so many things, not just one. You did several, but it's the fact that you can own and say without shame, like what you were feeling through that. And that is something that is so familiar for so many people, but they just have such a hard time being honest with themselves or saying that out loud. And so that's really generous that you can share all of that. Um, and so I'm so excited to now dive into <laughs> this book, because, you know, it's it's something that is giving people the antidote to that. It's, it's words and it's insight that Is helping people to find that feeling of enough and to feel in alignment with their purpose and so it's amazing that beyond all that success you then went for an even higher level of consciousness and found success there right it's amazing yeah
1: you know i say this book found me you know it was it was absolutely meant And uh, there was no strategy, you know, it was three o'clock in the morning, uh, a few days before the end of my dad's life. And, you know, it's this Mm. space, which is just unlike anything else, you know, it it really is this kind of space between life and death and all of those things that had held so much importance before just fell away. And yeah,
0: that's really cool. Like you channeled this, you know, it came from a really deep place and it, it found you. Like you Mm. said, that's an amazing way to say it. So I want to sort of just give people a little bit of what's inside, and hopefully they'll go and get the book for themselves. It's called Purpose, Find Your Truth and Embrace Your Calling. And the first chapter, the backstory, you gave us some of that. So let's go to the second chapter, which is such a great title. It says it all, as far as I'm concerned. You're not broken. So what's in this chapter? Why do you write this? Why is this such an important place for you
1: to start this book in a way? What does that mean? So for years, I thought I was broken. Our parents loved us very much, but they had their challenges, right? And um, Mm -hmm. as a result, at 17, I decided that I would take my life into my own hands and become a (laughs) mum, despite not having any resource, you know, no money, nowhere to live. (laughs) Yeah, right. The perfect solution. (laughs) (laughs) The naivety of youth, hey? (laughs) But hey, you know, that was part of, it was the making of me in many ways. So I, I thought I was broken. And so you know, being the ambitious control freak that I was, I, you know, I, I gave everything a hundred percent. So I decided to give fixing myself a hundred percent and I, you know, did everything. I, I spent 10 years kind of having, going for therapy and trying out different methods and practices, whether it was Reiki or cognitive behavioral therapy and, right. and all I of I can these relate things. to all
0: of this. <laughs> yes, of course.
1: Uh-huh. I, went, I went for it. I was going to fix myself and, um, right you know, had varying degrees of relief. (laughs) I remember I'd I'd had a relationship which just wasn't working out at all. And I was heartbroken again. And I remember just kind of Googling and something brought up a place called Inner Space in London, which is a meditation center. Mm -hmm. And I explored that, but I found it very difficult to meditate. So many thoughts, you know, constantly distracted, always on, right? Yep, yep, yep. But that was you know, that, that was the start. And again, it, it was really not until twenty sixteen that I, I really came to understand the truth that is that we aren't our identity. We we aren't the title on our business card, we aren't our bank balance, we aren't That's any right. of these things, and That's who right. we are is so much deeper. Um and it took that massive life event for me to experience that and I just haven't been the same since and as a result I have peace, you know, I have, I have real peace in my heart, which is a beautiful, real gift.
0: Yeah, it is. And thank God for that. And you're right. I had such a similar journey with meditation and mindfulness and connecting to the other world. Um, Mm. And I I definitely had that same realization through lots of reading and lots of prayer and lots of meditation that we are whole and that wholeness is always within reach. And we are not that ego. Mm. That that little business card, like you said, mm-hmm. there's so much that is already completely intact. Mm. So let's keep going through this book. So you say,
1: say yes to your calling. What does that mean? So there's two ways of living, right? And, and one is this reactive, I've been doing this job for a while and it's safe and it's comfortable and perhaps it's well-paid and mm-hmm. I'm known for that, you know? Um, My reputation is for doing X But you're not fulfilled And yet you remain there Because of all the reasons that we stay safe Um, But you're disconnected from who you really are You aren't really being who you are which yes. is, you know, operating from that innate gift that we all have and what's That's meaningful right. to us. Yeah. Um, and the opposite is where we, we do do that exploration and, and really start to reconnect with our true selves and, and get to know who we are. Um, and, and what it is that, that we care about and what those values are and, and what our purpose is and then forge a life from that place. So Say Yes to Your Calling is about, it's about that transition, which is by no means comfortable, but my God, the rewards are worth it. When we're courageous enough to, first of all, get honest about the fact that we aren't where we're supposed to be and then take steps to step into that calling. Um, Yeah, it's an invitation. The entire book is a real invitation to, to make the leap. Um, because when we create our lives from from truth, from the truth of who we are, utilizing those gifts that we all have, things start to flow and we get into no. alignment with where we're supposed to be and the partners we need, you know, the opportunities we need just show up in a way which no business plan no. or mentor could ever create, right? yes.
0: It is amazing. I I feel like so many people are messaging me, write me emails and ask me this question about how they can get clear, like get that clarity about what they're supposed to say yes to, what is their calling? Where is that alignment? What is the thing that they're supposed to do? What's your take on that? How do you feel like people can decipher and really get quiet and and feel what that thing is? What advice
1: would you give for somebody who wants so much to find that? First of all, it's, it's really wonderful that they're being honest enough with themselves to admit they're not there because many people that's don't, true. you know, they live in that space of denial and, and actually won't even admit it to themselves. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the first step. It's admitting I'm not where I want to be and, and actually yeah. then making that decision to disrupt your life in the best mm. possible way. Yes, it is the best way. Yeah, Yeah. get disruptive. Like, decide to put yourself in new environments with new people and new conversations so that there's new inspiration. And really view it as an adventure because it's, it's about getting to know yourself, your true self. And, and that requires us to strip back these layers of identity that we've bunged on over the years mm-hmm. through social conditioning, you know, through the stories that we tell ourselves, the disappointments, the rejections. And we, we end up with this view of ourself and our life, which is so far removed from the truth. So there's this stripping back process that we need, we often need to go through before we can reconnect. And that just starts with asking, taking responsibility for the fact that wherever you are is a result of all the choices you've made, and then deciding to really start to to work through that and 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 reconnect, reconnect. And there's a number of different ways that we can do that, but it, it it's always about being as opposed to doing. So it's putting yourself in those circumstances or environments where you're where you're present. So for me, you know, I've done things like go to You know, as a kid, I used to dance, so I took myself off to a contemporary dance class and just got lost for an hour, you know. Yeah, it makes
0: you feel so awake and
1: alive, and it gets you out of
0: that place where you kind of know it all. And you yes. have to go back into that place of, oh, what's this? I'm like, you know, those edges of where you're like out of your comfort zone in the best way.
1: Yeah. And I really, and I really was because, you know, I'm hovering by the sides of the studio, not <laughs> not wanting to go into the middle because I haven't danced for 20 years. And, you know, but I came out and burst into tears because the feeling, it was eu- it was euphoric. And that's where inspiration lies, isn't it? It's when we are walking through the park in silence. It, it's where we are, you know, picking up a pen and just journaling and letting the stream of consciousness just, that's where inspiration is. And we, so we need to make a conscious decision to take ourselves out of our life.
0: Ah, oh, so good. It's so healing just listening to you speak because you speak from a place of, you know, when somebody else is really where, you're really truly there like it's not like you're talking about it it's like it's integrated and it's it's what is really your truth and your life and you walk the walk and it's you don't have to prove it it just comes out of you (laughs) um so let's keep going so you
1: you say a little while later in the book you say get soul conscious what does that mean so that's really, you know, that's the shift, I think, you know, and and I, again, I'd done it through reading. So intellectually, I, I'd read a lot of books, you know, whether it was Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, or, you know, also many, many books and, and listen to audios and things. But it's the shift from where you go from understanding that we are not this ego, this identity that we've forged as human beings and through our career and our relationships and whatever else and, and really come to understand or appreciate or even experience that we are, uh, we are spirit, you know, that's who we are. And I, I say I was very fortunate that through this experience with my dad, I had this profound experience of, of really experiencing him moving into you know, his net, the next moving on, you know, mo- moving yeah. on from life on earth. And yeah. it's, it's something that's very difficult to, to articulate. Um, yes, it's yeah. It's easier to write hence why it's in the book, but, um, yeah, it had a profound effect on me because I'd always had this belief that there was more, you know, there's more to, to us than what we can see and what we can touch. And, but it was very sort of, Oh, I say my prayers and, and that was it. I really felt like life rested on my shoulders. It was all, it was all down to me to make things happen. Um, and the difference today is that I, I don't believe I have an unwavering faith that we are supported by, you know, the universe or God or whatever you want to call it, having had that experience. So get soul conscious is, is about exploring that, being open to that. Um, and, and everybody's journey is going to be completely different and, and, and meditation and yoga have been a big part of mine. And I know now that by staying connected to that truth, which is that who I am is not this body it's it's the soul within me I'm happier i i I'm you know i I'm able to stay in that kind of creative that space that sort of higher frequency from which i'm I'm limitless you know That's if it's right. just Jessica the body, then there's limitations
0: yeah I totally relate to what you're saying, and i I think what you're saying is so important and there's no ego in it. So you talk about so many great things and we're going to keep going through this. So then you talk in the book about a whole chapter. You say leap with an exclamation point.
1: <laughs> what does that mean? That's about just the leap, literally. That's about, you know, it's that moment where you, gosh, it could be out of a relationship. It could be out of a career. It could be about, it, you know, out of a uh, a limiting mindset, but it's about it's it's the transition again. It's about it's it's an invitation to to let your excitement be bigger than your fear, really. In you know, in pursuit of your yeah. of your bigger you, your bigger self, the more that's waiting. And it's not easy, but it, it, it's so worth it. And I've I've done it several times over and it it doesn't really get any less scary. You know, um, it just becomes (laughs) a different leap.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I totally get that. That's so exciting. I love how you say, you know, make your excitement greater than your fear. Mm. Some people, and I think all people to a certain extent, struggle with this idea of being inadequate and, and the feeling that there's no point in leaping because they're not good enough or nobody will love what they have to offer. And there's so many people trying to do something that's so similar. So why bother? What do you have to say to that if somebody feels like, you know, how am I going to break through the noise? What's it going to matter? There's already this many people also doing something similar, so
1: why even try? It's it's that cliché quote, but which is just so apt, isn't it? No one is you. And that is your, I think it, I think I saw it on, on, on your <laughs> side. No, that's your superpower because it is mm-hmm. the perfect truth. And, and it is that it's like, you know, you are the sum total of all of your experiences and right. you know, that, that no one is going to bring that. But, but again, it comes down to, we can't try to create anything You know, by modeling ourselves on our peers or by the people that we look up to, we can take inspiration from that. Yes. But actually, again, we have to know who we are and really get in touch with our gift so that we can express that. You know, we want to create lives which are the truest expressions of who we are. And I really believe that our our business or our brand should be a vehicle for enabling our best life. But we have to know what we want. So before we start creating something out there in the world, you know, and I say this all the time in my workshops to the people that attend, where is it you're trying to get to? Like, what do you see for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because that's what a business should be. It should be a vehicle for enabling that process. Otherwise, what's the point? You may as well stay in your job. You're not being true to you. But it gets, it starts with knowing who we are. We, we, we have to do that work. We have to do that stripping back so that we can bring all of that Bring our voice, bring our wisdom, bring our insights and you know, if it's if it's a service driven business, which is our idea, then we can serve our clients in the way that is going to be most fulfilling for us and also for them. And the same applies to a, a product. Once you start to speak your truth and you show up as who you are, your people will find you because they'll hear you and they'll resonate and connect with that truth but we have to be us first so they can see us. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I could listen. I literally could listen to you talk for days I could just do a seminar. (laughs) All of this is so good. But before we get into even more incredible insights, let's say thanks to one of our sponsors. Thanks to Weebly for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Weebly is the easiest way to create an incredible looking website. Its e-commerce platform has the tools you need to sell products, create marketing campaigns, tell your brand story, and more. And because Weebly's mission is to help turn people's great ideas into successful online businesses, they built an incredible support team, no scripts, no robots, just a friendly human who can help you do what needs doing. So if you've got a product or idea you want to share with the world, check out Weebly. Have your online store up and running in a matter of hours. And because you listen to this podcast, visit Weebly.com slash dreamjob and get 15% off your first purchase. That's Weebly.com slash dreamjob. So let's keep going with this book and then I want to get to a couple other things. Um, so then you talk about Project U, which we've been talking about. Hmm. I mean this is definitely something that w- this is the theme. What's going on in that chapter that's, you know, even more specific that we've been than we've been talking about already.
1: So Project You, you know, it's about that moment where we realize, okay, I'm putting all this work into, generally, we're putting so many of our efforts outside of ourselves on everything and everybody else, particularly as women. And I think the whole self-care industry is, is kind right. of <laughs> born out of that space. But it, it's not about yoga gear and bath oil. Yeah. It's more than that. It's about, you know, are my thoughts conducive to this place that I've identified I want to get that's good Jessica yeah yeah I mean it's it's it's, we've got to go deeper than just the yoga gear and 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 the bath oil we have to like it's I I think it's that chapter where I talk about the non-complaining bracelet right yeah I think yeah, this bracelet that a, a girlfriend brought back. And it's just a simple, it can be just a simple elastic band. But every single time that you complain, you switch the band onto your other hand. And in doing that, you start to become conscious. And the idea is to get to 30 days without complaining. Yeah, yeah, right. It's hard. It's Oh my goodness, uh. so hard. But you you start to get conscious about what you're saying, you know. And as you get conscious about what you're saying... You start to get conscious about what you're thinking. Yeah. So it's 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 that it's it's putting that microscope on ourselves, and once we we, we get the re- the realizations, it's it's committing to make the changes required mm-hmm. um, for ourselves.
0: Mm, and oh God, see, I think this is so it, and I love that this is what you say in a chapter that you called Project You because this is the crux of it. What you're thinking is is helping create who you are and who you become and that is project you and the thing is that the thought machine this engine of thoughts it just does what it does and we we need to steer it we need to focus that attention and focus those thoughts in certain ways or they're just going to kind of run and they're going to run on whatever feels the most interesting which is often like a worry. The mind will just go, and then hours later, you stop and you go, "What? What was this last day about? Why was I feeling so down?" Oh, because my mind was racing. Mm. How have you found to bring yourself back when you're noticing that? What methods do you use to help those thoughts to be more serving, to be more enlightened, to be more on a higher frequency?
1: What What, what do you do? it's more of a maintenance job now I mean I'm human like I I do have to bring myself back from time to time but the difference is I'm I'm not gone so long that's great (laughs) I don't lose I don't lose days now
0: um that's so
1: good (laughs) you know I I know that well I know that that dark space well but it's a maintenance job so it's kind of it's you know my my self-care is this ongoing just kind of You know, almost drowning myself in the rhetoric, which is healthy. So it it is anything that's expansive through audios. And, you know, I have my daily um, gratitude lists. I I write daily. I try to get to yoga three, four times a week, or or I'll do a little quick 10 minute YouTube in the morning. Um, It's my daily meditation. It's this con, it's all of those things. It's reading books which are uplifting and expansive and, prayer. (laughs) It's all of those things on a daily basis. Um, not all of them every day, but just making sure that what I'm, um, you know, I'm nourishing my soul. I'm, I'm giving it the food that it needs to, to be healthy. Um, so that when I do have those little quirky moments or those triggers, I'm I'm already stocked up. I'm already stocked up. So I don't, I don't fall too far off.
0: I love that. What you're saying is you proactively make that part of your priority list
1: to seek
0: out that inspiration to seek out where you're going to nourish your mind and that that's like non-negotiable. That's part of your day. That's it.
1: It, Absolutely. It's like a standoff with the old you because, you know, many of these habits are new and, and in that transition period where you are stepping into that bigger, you know, more expansive, more enlightened you, you've still got this transition period. And when you are leaping, you need to, you need to have a toolkit, you know, in in your back pocket that's going to support you because it's frightening. It's frightening stepping into the unknown. It makes sense.
0: And it's like, if you eat breakfast every single day and you don't say to Mm. yourself three days later, but I ate breakfast three days ago. It's like you still need to eat breakfast every day. You need to nourish your body every day. You don't just say like, well, I took a shower a month ago. Why yeah. am I dirty? It's like, well, you you need to take a shower all the time. It has to be something that you just do all the time. You make time for that. Yeah. And we have this hygiene that we, you know, people, God, they have routines with like, you know, moisturizing and this. Yeah. And this. it's like, what about your mind? What about the way that you feel? like? And it's not that there's something wrong with you. If you just start to feel yucky because you're not taking care of that part of yourself, because that's what will happen. Like anything that you didn't put attention on would get neglected and start to get like dirty if you left something out in the rain or you didn't take care of your teeth or your feet or your... Kids or your and house. And the, the
1: beauty is that the more that you do it, it starts. It becomes it's habitual. Yes.
0: Isn't? Oh, so that's the next chapter. So let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, so, I'm ahead. Sorry. No, you're perfect. So arrest. You say arrest your habits. And mm. is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, it is. It is. It, as a, I could really, really see it as a standoff with the old you, because you know, until we we get proactive about right, I am going to create a state where I'm, I'm nurturing, you know, my thoughts as well as everything else. Mm -hmm. Until we do that, we are just in this constant reactive phase and, you know, our reactions and responses and the way that we perceive everything. It's, it's basically lunacy. Like it's all based on old experiences and presumptions, which have often have nothing to do with what's happening in the present moment. So we're completely, we're just ill-equipped to deal with, yeah. With life
0: yeah, it's sense. all
1: old unnecessary unhelpful habits and yeah. you know which and the impact of that is that we often sabotage the the good that's coming Ugh, and we totally. don't yeah we're not operating from a a sort of clear um, healthy canvas if you like yeah
0: totally. so it's a bit of
1: a wiping the slates the slate clean in order to be able to receive what's happening in the moment and make you know, enlightened, expansive um, decisions and, you know, not nurturing a healthy state of mind. That's, that's the goal.
0: Yeah. I feel like I had a huge breakthrough um, about a week ago because I, met up with a friend of mine who's, she's always reaching for higher consciousness in such a sincere way. And she's been so courageous in confronting herself and looking at things and talking to her and listening to her and talking and being open and having like this heart to heart. I realized that I have so many like survival skills that I picked Uh up as a kid that just don't serve me anymore. Um, and these old habits sometimes that we have, you don't even notice it's so unconscious like you said and it is so in the way of what we Uh, really want so that's so so important uh, you have so many things that you share in this book it just goes on and on each chapter could stand on its own each chapter in and of itself could be a book so moving on in the book you talk about become who you are what does this mean because
1: this is literally what everybody wants to know So become become who you are is, is about stepping into the true you. First of all, reconnecting with who that is and then, and then becoming it and, and then coming out with it. So, you know, it's funny because we were talking about this, you know, awkwardness around talking about God, for example. Yeah. When I read this book, it felt a bit like a coming out you know, it was, it was, I. I it's such oh, an honest, I totally get that. Sh- it yes. really did sharing, but, but just to, you know, say, yes, there is this spiritual side of me, um, which is now the central part of my life and everything else is, is periphery. Like it, that's my core now. And, and I, it's my utmost priority to maintain that connection to, to, to spirit. Yeah. That was like a coming out. And the difference is that there's so much that influences who we are, which, which requires us to pick apart and peel, peel back the layers. And I talk about that in one of the early chapters, which is all about how it's not just the homes that we grow up in. There's actually a whole ancestral lineage, which, which influences who we are today and the habits that we have and the perspectives and the outlook. Um, which is often unhealthy for us and it's only when we start to ask the question of why why do I have that opinion like why do I why am I scared to do that you know why do I make those choices which often are not our choices they're choices which have just been passed down to us through our parents through our grandparents and their parents particularly as women so yeah you know it's becoming who we are is actually taking a look at right do I truly subscribe to the the opinions and the ideals that I have today. Um And if not, what do I really stand for? What are my true values? And then starting to build a life from that space. Oh my God. And isn't that something? Isn't that
0: a thought? Like, it's amazing how often people start to just swim with the fish and they don't stop to think, wait, like, this is so like, It's like, um, not just is it precious time, but my my daughter, she's four, she has this Play-Doh. It's called Da Vinci and it's like so malleable. You can make it into like anything. Like we forget that we're swimming in this like (sighs) sea that we can oh my God, we can make it so many. Yes, yes, thank you. We can make it so many different things and it doesn't have to be this one way that was modeled for us for generations or it doesn't have to be this one way that's limited or settling. That that idea of what you just said that we can like, we can really think about what we really want and then create that. Yes,
1: it blows the roof off the possibilities. Yes. Um, And it's, I mean, what could be more exciting? And then when to build on that, when you say, actually, You know, it's not all, doesn't all rest on my shoulders. There's support that I can tap into to help me create that. You know, it's a complete new way of approaching life. And, you know, if that doesn't make you leap out of bed in the morning, then I don't know, I don't know what does. You know, we're supported. We're supported when we really start to get in touch with the truth, with our truth. It's (sighs) mind-blowing. I love what you're saying. How can you... Like
0: you and I have uh, crawled our way through decades and somehow (laughs) managed to come out to this other side where we're living that now. And Mm. I know for me, I I want this for everyone, which is why I do this podcast. It's like, I want everyone to, to be on this side of it where they're like, Mm. "Oh, Oh my God, it's amazing. So for you and me, it's a we're in a place now where it's like I yes you're like of course of course yes of course that's the world I live in yes how do you think you can get that across to someone who has so been in this place for so long and things feel so small and so constricted, it's hard for them to even hear what Mm -hmm. you're saying as true as possible. How do we break through Mm -hmm. that film so that somebody can see it and then
1: walk toward it? I, I would say just consider the possibility, just consider the possibility that the biggest Obstacle between where you are now and where you want to get to is your opinion of how possible that is for you as opposed to any real obstacle. I'd say just consider it, just consider it because that's a start, you know, just, yeah. just consider just it. Just
0: consider that maybe there is another way, maybe, mm. just maybe, life doesn't have to be this hard like maybe just maybe we're supposed to feel joy all the time maybe mm. really that is and if that's true then maybe there are ways to have that and i love mm. that you're saying just consider that as a possibility
1: and that it's your view on how possible that is that's the biggest obstacle oh Not my the challenges themselves right well, it's your view yeah
0: that's so important. And it's so hard to hear because that means people have to take responsibility for that.
1: Yes. And that's where the work comes in. But hey, you know, if we're willing to do the work, then we, we can shoot through that. I mean, there's two ways of viewing it. It's like it, it is hard to hear mm. because we have to take responsibility. But the, the other side of that means that we're in control. Actually, it isn't anything external that's preventing us from getting there. It's us. Well, that's good because I can handle me, <laughs> you know, it, it, it puts the ball back in our court as well. So it's quite empowering if we're willing to do the work. I know so many
0: people who need to hear that so much and it's painful for them to have to realize that there's something that they don't recognize that the part of them doesn't see that it is possible. And that's why other things are not coming in. Mm. And for a lot of people, they've lived through so much pain, like legit. That they're like, I've lived enough life to know it's not possible. It's been proven. It's really hard for people to shift that when they have very legitimate pain that they've lived through. And they're like, it's not the way.
1: I remember my, my dad used to say um, he came to England in 1952 um just before an influx of caribbeans were invited over to england to help rebuild the country because it had been the war and um he when he got to the country you know it was a time where there was signs on public buildings which would say no blacks no irish no dogs oh, yeah, yeah. and there was a lot of hostility right and Um, He was one of the first. So he was a real sort of trailblazer and he arrived in the country, was qualified to teach and his qualification wasn't recognized in the country. And so he ended up doing sort of, you know, being a bus driver and doing, you know, quite menial jobs. And I I remember him saying to me, you know, the color of my skin never prevented me from doing anything and I used to think, how's that possible, Dad? Because you had so much abuse and so much, you know, you went through so much. And it's not until I was much older that I realized what he was really saying was that he had a choice over how he allowed that's
0: that right. abuse
1: and that prejudice to impact him.
0: Yeah, He that's had a
1: choice. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. You know, we can't, th- stuff happens, but we can take responsibility for how and who we allow that to make us become, Yeah, you know, we have that power.
0: Yeah, that's really, really, it's really huge what you're saying. And my grandma, may she rest in peace, she used to say life is, it's 10% what happens to you, it's 90% how you deal with it. That's it. And yeah. she had like such a hard childhood and such a hard road. And I mean, it's so true, everything you're saying. Um, Jessica, you're like a sage, you're like, a sage is the most beautiful <laughs> like light force um, thank you. it's such a joy to listen to you and everybody is going to be running out and buying this book because it's just like It's a book that everybody should have, should read, and should walk around with these sentences ringing in their ears, because they will legitimately have a better life if they do. I can totally see that and say that. As we're signing off, as we're wrapping up, you've already said so much delicious wisdom. What? do you want to leave people with let's say somebody's listening right now they've had tears streaming down their face at certain points of this conversation you're cracking them open a little you know and they want so much to wake up tomorrow and the next day to a life that they love and they want to feel like they're contributing and they want to do their thing and it feels so far away like what do you want to leave them with
1: i just say that there, there's more there's more for you it's waiting and um take it from me you know it might feel like things are falling apart or you're falling apart and nothing's working and consider that perhaps this is where you are breaking through rather than breaking down Um, this Mm. is your moment to step into what's waiting that's
0: absolutely exquisite thank you so much for being (laughs) here let's tell everybody where they can find you and where they can find your book
1: So the book Purpose, Find Your Truth and Embrace Your Calling is, it should be in all bookshops and it's certainly online on Amazon. And yeah, I'd love to ask if people read it and enjoy it, if they would leave a review, that would be really lovely.
0: Yes, please do that for her. And where can we find you? I'm on Jessica Huey, which is H-U-I-E dot com. Jessica, thank you for being you. You are delightful. I have the coolest work in the world that I get to spend an hour with someone like you and I get you all to myself what a yeah. treat thanks for being here I have no doubt that everything you've accomplished is just the beginning because you have yes. so many things to share that are thank just you. making the world more amazing thank you, thank you for being I have, here I've
1: loved talking to you thank you
0: thank oh, you you're so welcome Gosh, Jessica, I could talk to you forever. That was such a great conversation. Here are some takeaways. Number one, say yes to your calling. Admit that you haven't been honest about where you want to be. Then start to reconnect with your true self. Number two, strip back the layers of your old identity. Put yourself in new environments with new people and new conversations. Number three, get soul conscious. Be open to the idea that you are your spirit and then things become limitless. Number four, brands and business should be a vehicle to express the truest version of ourselves, but you have to find that out first. Number five, get conscious about what you're saying, then what you're thinking, and then commit to changing. Number six, nourish your soul with books, music, whatever inspires you, so when you're hit, you don't fall too far off your path. Number seven, arrest your habits. Wipe the slate clean of those old reactions and old beliefs. Don't let those sabotage the good that's coming. Number eight, just consider that the biggest obstacle in your way is your opinion of how possible that is for you. Number nine, if things fall apart, consider that this is where you're breaking through rather than breaking down, step into what's waiting for you. I feel so blessed. Like I get to have these one-on-one intimate masterclasses and then I get to share them with all of you. So thank you guys for being there. I know you have a million things that you could be doing with your time and it means the world to me that you choose to spend it here. I hope that every week you are feeling more courageous. You are feeling more sure of what's possible and you are walking forward and things are going to happen. You'll see miracles happen. Doors are going to open. People will come into your life. You were born to serve the world in a way that only you can. And like she said, you're not a body. You're a soul. You don't have a soul. You are a soul. You have a body. That's a C.S. Lewis quote, and it's true. So the thing that you're searching for is that feeling of Really being in alignment with your soul and your soul is limitless and it's infinite and it's eternal and you were put here to do incredible things only you can do. So I hope that you stop identifying with this small ego, this identity, and you identify with this giant that lives within you, that is you, and that really is yearning to contribute and connect and to reach other people in the ways that only you can And the more you know that and the more you are directed from that place. Amazing things will happen and I can't wait to keep hearing about them. If you want to let me know about what's going on in your life, whether you're struggling with something and you want some advice or you want some support or whether you just want to let me know about a win or something amazing that you're breaking through, um, you can always find me on Instagram at Kathy.Heller, C-A-T-H-Y.H-E-L-L-E-R. I check all my DMs. You'll get a response from me. You'll be like, wow, she really does respond and read all these messages herself. It means the world to hear from you, to connect with you, If you haven't left us a review on iTunes, go ahead and do that. And if you like this episode, please post about it on Instagram and you can tag me and then I will give you a shout out and thank you for that. And uh, share it with your friends. Let your friends know that this is here as a resource to remind you of your greatness and to help you get in alignment with your amazingness. I'll talk to you guys next week. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. Now